The Fast Break Layup NBA podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lab NBA podcast. Uh, we got um, me here as usual. We got Dev. Say what's up. Yo, I'm first this time. It's lit. <laughs> Yo, Kev, say what's up. Good night. Good night. I got the time right this time. Good night. All right, Rico, say what's up. Hey, what's up? All right, so uh, before we get started, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FBLNBAPod. And let's get into these quick headlines. We got the Lakers' win streak was ended by the Mavs last week at 10. Mm. But now they're on another win streak, so it's whatever. That was Uh, expected. The Bucks stay on a win streak as well. This um they still going at what you call it? What is it now? At 13 games? Uh we got some old headlines from last week. Um Embiid went scoreless against Toronto. Oh yeah, that's two weeks ago now. Yeah, we haven't been on for yeah, a while. Yeah, we finally yeah, we finally gotta talk about that. I, thought, I told I said that's supposed to be game game of the week for me. That's a funny part. We had AD dropping forty in his return to New Orleans. That was a while ago. We had um, you just see just see just had fifty Western Conference Player of the Week. Oh, yeah. I could drop forty on New Orleans. Congrats to Melo. Now it is. We had um, Harden scoring sixty against um, Trey Young. We missed that much. Nah, I ain't know we did that much. Yeah, we haven't been on for a while, so. We had Ben Simmons. He had his second three today. And the Nets are continuing to play well without Kyrie Irving. Don't do that. They just got a good schedule. Who, who, who are they playing? I, I got to see who they're playing before I go and say anything. They haven't closed with games the with the Hornets. They just win Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. If, they, if the comp is down, I ain't going to give too much credit. We got to have a close game with the Hornets. I mean, even without... Even when they had Kyrie against like bad teams, they were still like going down to the wire and going to like overtime. So, mm, ain't know that. I mean, yeah. if, as long as he winning though, feel me, I'm happy. I don't care how he win, but then again, I, I do worry if it's a bad team that we're struggling against. Cause you I think know, what everyone is like trying to get at is that the team looks like the way they did last year, which is like they then look again, like themselves. You, you gotta remember. Yo, Carol's Levert not been playing. This is literally Dinwiddie, Jarrett, and then role players. I don't see right why now. people think everybody's going to play together just as soon as the season starts. Like, you really got to build chemistry with your team. That's also that, too. Kyrie's new there. And they're winning with Kyrie. You told what Kyrie did the first two games, dropping a little 40 and 50 point game. Like, oh, they still settling in. So I don't True. think there's too much to say about Kyrie right now till some time go by. True. But at least. All right, so let's get into our first um segment. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. 
I had game of the week as um Spurs versus Rockets. I took down some notes for this one. Come on, this so, week, right? Uh it could be from this week, it could be from the week before. Some we we haven't had. Hmm. All right. I already know what my game of the week gonna be. I had the Spurs versus the Rockets because the Rockets were up by twenty-two points. And oh yes. And then Lonnie Walker got inserted into the game, had a huge fourth quarter. Yeah, he had 19 wild. points. And then there was this whole controversy with the um Protest. dunk. Mm-hmm. Whole controversy with the dunk where it was um James Harden, he dunked the ball so hard the net like carried it over the rim. And mm-hmm. everybody thought he missed the dunk, but he actually made it. And they never counted it. So the Rockets actually ended up protesting this loss saying that they should either be awarded the win or they should be allowed to play the last seven and a half minutes left with the game <laughs> the next time they play the Spurs. Wait, what? Yeah, no, they, they filed a protest with the league office. They called them. They said they either want a win or they want to play the last eight minutes of the game over with them being up 15. First off. <laughs> so you know, that's how we do it in my league. That's how you do it here, too. Nah, we do do that in my league, though. When you don't, uh, when you when you get a clear dunk, who misses a who misses a wide open dunk? Nah, a lot of people. Miss there, there's a lot of wide open. A lot of a lot of NBA players miss wide open no, no, dunks. No, no, no. A lot of bums in the NBA miss a lot of wide open dunks. Not James Harden. You ever seen LeBron miss a wide open dunk? No, <laughs> yeah, actually, I have. Bro. Yes, yes, I all have. of us, bro. Every me, star player missed a dunk before. No, 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 a wide open dunk. People miss. Yeah. Fast did, bro, okay, somebody show me somebody show me a fast All right, bro. You want you on your laptop right now? No, I want you to show me it. A fast break with LeBron Mr. Wide Open Dunk. Fast okay. break wide open. I know there's so much LeBron haters, there gotta be a video somewhere. But um continue your point though. So you gotta run that back. That messed up the whole the whole mood of the game. Me? How you how you don't count two points just right there? Like and the I feel first of all, then again. Like um, like people were saying, Harden do get a lot of calls for me, so I I kind of see the reason why they probably didn't give it to him. But at the end of the day, he didn't make call. it. He made like it. it went in the past. Yeah, he made it. So I see their point, and I feel as if Whoa. the NBA should award him something. Like I don't know a tie break. I don't know what it is, but you gotta run that back. But to me, running like the last seven, eight minutes, I mean, it's it iffy because it's, I mean, it's not the same game though. So I don't know, but I see the point, and they do deserve something though, because if the ball went in the rim, and I'm pretty sure they re- they reviewed the play, saw it going in the rim, and still dubbed it. So yeah, that's that's what hurt. I don't think they like reviewed it because they reviewed it, they probably counted it, but it, it had to. The replay had to play on like the jumbo drone. Yeah, and you gotta give. I mean, it went in. He tasted down. He thought. I mean, I'm gonna lie. When I saw it, the play live, I thought he missed too. I'm not gonna lie. At first, yeah. But after seeing it go in, I'm like, all right, they gave him the points. And after seeing he didn't get it, I was like, yeah, I had a feeling it was gonna stir some controversy in the league after that, especially with how everyone complained about the refs recently. So I don't know. I I do believe they should protest though, because that's not fair. Because they lost by. I mean, then again, they were up 22 points. So, I don't know. So, who, they, they, who pulled they fumbled up the that video of, um... Yeah, otherwise... 
yeah, they 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 do deserve something in return. And knowing how the league moving, they're not gonna do it. All right, so um, what you call it? Um, my my message for Houston when I saw the game. I mean, obviously, it's messed up that they missed the call on um, what you call it? Not even a call. They just missed a, a basket. I mean, it's like what Houston does. They do this all the time. Um, after every every time, time what you call it? Y'all remember last year the playoffs? They had this whole report of like all the missed calls that um go. State had against them and they were like oh we should have been awarded this amount of points and that that technically means that we should have been sent to the NBA finals immediate um immediately like, they they have this they have this sense of like I don't know if you remember but they had like this 50 page report last year of all the refs missed calls and they said they should have been awarded a certain amount of points for the, each of those calls because they should have re- they should have resulted in a certain amount of baskets but it's like they they have like this sense of entitlement that like is so annoying because they haven't achieved anything. And it's like every year we see them flame out, whether it's against Golden State or another team. And it's like, can y'all actually like run an actual NBA offense and like be efficient? Like have your stars be efficient? Then again, maybe that's Cause... why they get so much calls, possibly. Well, well I mean, we all so know calls what happens. Yeah, Harden gets all the calls, but then you see in the playoffs that does that doesn't work. Like you got to actually make the baskets in the playoffs. Like the refs ain't gonna allow you to have a free throw free throw parade in the in the playoffs. No, we'll I don't how understand is how. Cause I mean, like if the calls, like if it's like obviously not not a foul, then it shouldn't be called. Like in general, because it doesn't make sense how he gets calls in the regular season but not in the playoffs. It's it's like you see how like how he hooks people the, and like that's mm-hmm. a foul. Even even though like you know it's not the regular foul, that's a foul. Like, if you get somebody that if you hook somebody and you get them to like hold you like that, it's a foul. Well, I mean he's drawing that contact, so the refs are gonna be like, "All right, you got." And 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 during the regular season, it's a lot of more um less experienced refs that are calling the regular season games. When they get to the playoffs, it's a lot of, a lot more of those um veteran refs that are they they know what Harden's doing and they know what the Rockets like plan is. And they know that the Rockets are looking for calls. Like we saw last year when they were shooting threes, they weren't looking to make the threes. They were looking to draw um these egregious fouls where they were just like kicking. Oh no, nah, when they were shooting the mad bricks. Yeah. Some and some not, of those were fouls though, and a lot were not even not, not even just shooting the bricks, but when they were like kicking their legs out, like they were kicking their legs out like four or five feet in front of them, and they were expecting a whistle. Like the refs know what you're doing. They're not gonna give you that call. Like no matter how Either much way, if it's a draw. foul, it's a foul in my eyes. It's a foul. It's a like, foul because it, it like not just because somebody I mean, draws I mean, mad fouls, they shouldn't get they. They fouls. shouldn't get it, and no, that's what I'm saying about Harden. Oh, he's drawing fouls. If they're fouling him, but they're touching him, bro, or just contact, <laughs> it's a foul, bro. Like if you Google what a foul is, it's a foul if they're touching him, bro. And I know that I mean. People just don't like like how easy it is for him to draw fouls against, but like he plays to his skills. Word. Yeah, he has good footwork. So mm-hmm. he just he draws the flowers and, and he steps back. He's finishing. He's finishing these and ones. Feel me? But like he's literally finishing these and ones, and people are mad at him for finishing. Like, first of all, getting the and one is not easy, bro. It's not something easy to do. You know what I mean? Getting a foul. I mean, he get it easier than some players because I've seen some controversial fouls on Harden that shouldn't have been fouls. But then when I watch him play, when I watch him play, I literally see them hack him though. Like. 
I see them hacking, bro. Yeah, there's those instances, but I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just focusing more on like the the calls that that he was upset about last year. Like I didn't think those were fouls. I like, can't remember all the way from last like, year. I, I can't remember last year's playoffs when him and Chris Paul were like jumping into the Warriors players. I mean, like, yeah, but players that players wasn't a foul. Doing that. Like that's Jason's nah, but that's signature. Not a foul though. But he was he was looking for the fouls and th- those weren't fouls. That's all I'm saying. And another thing I have to say is just don't go 11 for 38 from the field and then maybe you might have a chance to not blow a 22 point lead. Repeat, but repeat anyways, that. I said, um, um, don't go 11 for 38 from the field and you might not blow the 22 point lead. But anyways, um, you guys have a game of the week this week or from the the other um week that we weren't recording. Um. So, I'm going to pick that Mavs versus Lakers game. Okay. That boy Luca and the streaks, and he's proven points. He's trying to get the MVP. I got to respect it. He, he yeah. dead might win MVP with all this um, the media attention around him. Say that again? Um, he dead might get MVP this year with all the um, media I believe it. That- I'm a believer. The narrative, the, the narratives that are being like the MVP is like like players like players and media people have said it's built on narratives and Luke has a strong narrative um yeah, as being like one of the best yeah like he he's having this narrative built of like he's the best twenty year old that you mean the twenty year old my player ever seen basically basically yeah right now though he deserves it right now yeah because he's. He's carrying that that team and roster wise, you look at that team, you're like, mm. and Porzingis sucks. Oh yeah, Porzingis <laughs> right now. How much yeah, did he, he, he drop today, bad. son? Cause he moved. Uh, he. I'm gonna start treating him like Kyle Lowry, bro. Not today, but the last <laughs> time they played, he shot like one for eleven, had like seven points, and they got the dub by like twenty or thirty. Like he don't got to do. They nothing. won by forty six, bro. He they won by forty six, and he barely did anything. They don't need him. Bro, they paid him 160 million to be an average basketball player. I mean, oh, he, he was zero from eight the other night. Wow, <laughs> zero from eight the other night. They paying you bread for this, bro. You seven feet. How you going zero from eight, bro? Like he nah, looked, bro. Right there, just bro. Had to go for bro, the rim bro. is literally above <laughs> your bro. Stretch your arms and it's a bucket, bro. But I do know what that man is capable of because, like, in the beginning of the season, he was wilding. Like first five games, I might, I might even give him the first ten. He was bugging out. How do you, how does someone decline so badly though? Like, what is I'm, it? Is I've it been him getting tired? Me, y'all, as a Knicks fan, he gets tired throughout the season, bro. I remember, like, it wasn't last year, not last year, because he wasn't playing, but the year before, in like November, mid-November, he was saying he was fatigued already. Mid-November, and that was like before the ACL tear. I'm seeing it now. Honestly, I see the fatigue because I don't get how. Bro, Bro, seven I don't know seven feet could go zero from do. eight. I mean, you will speak about speak about Joel later. Feel me? You don't speak about him later. But Porzingis is like, bro, you're literally too good. You're, today he played thirty seven minutes and gave us thirteen points, bro. Like, come on, bro, come on. And then now they're saying like the the best duo in the A, like Aiden Wise, Bontic and Hardaway. What? <laughs> yes, bro. They're saying rating wise right now, like they're saying when them two, when both of them are on the court right now, they're wilding. That's that's all I'm seeing right now. Yeah, it is. 
because Porzingis is like trash. Like, thanks, Mavs, for the draft picks. I mean, they're not gonna be that. Now, good, I ain't but, gonna so. sit here and call Porzingis trash. Feel me? Cause I've seen him in MVP mode, but I did see a video of Stephen A. Smith saying he will never be the best player in the NBA. And he won't. He I won't. can see why you say that because you can't be getting tired. I mean. I played basketball yeah. before, and I I know it takes a lot of heart to sit there and play for forty eight minutes. But, but the thing is, they don't it, play him that much either because they know he's coming off the injury. I mean, so he, he, nah, he's, he's getting playing, tired. Though, he got thirty seven minutes in from when you oh, get paid. Oh, I didn't even. Pee. Yeah, he got thirty seven minutes today, so he they're playing the boy. But when you're getting paid millions to play basketball and you're getting tired, I mean, you're still human, million. but. Come on, bro. 160 million. Something got to give. 13 points in 37 minutes from somebody who's supposed to be an MVP candidate a few years ago when he was playing. That's that, that ain't it, bro. No, that, that ain't it. Uh, all right, Rico, you got a game of the week for this week? Game of the week for this week? Oh, yeah, I got one. Yeah. I got to watch the highlights too. You do? Bucks and the Clippers. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that was mine also. That was, a, that was a that was a nasty game. And the reason why I say that, because and I haven't watched the game yet, is because that score just woke me up to the NBA, bro. Because meanwhile, I'm over here like yo, the East is weak. Da, 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 da. The Bucks walking. Was it at their arena? Whose arena was it? It was at Bucks Arena. Okay, all right, okay. But either way, the Clippers, who's supposed to be this championship team, just walked into their arena, bro, and got slumped. They got, got slumped, bro. I mean, it's the NBA, though. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, you still got to put the ball in the basket, no matter what that's system you build. Like, even at Miami, you keep lost. Well, that's a fact. So, I mean, I don't say is as weak. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still jack their weak. They just not as weak. Yeah, but the the Bucks are the Bucks are showing their dominance right now. But hold now. on. They didn't showing, didn't like, the Clippers beat, They mean business. Didn't the um, Raptors beat the Clippers as well? No. I don't think so. No. They didn't win that game? But the Clippers no, beat them. Uh-uh. I could have sworn that happened. I got to look at the schedule. But I know the Raptors they, playing well, too. They play again, though. They play again soon, though. I think this week. That might be my game of the week. I want to see how the Raptors are going to come out against the Clippers that Kawhi's coming to Toronto. Oh, Kawhi finally mm-hmm. got his ring. That's all he wants. I don't think he even cares about it. To well, be that's honest. this week for sure. You're right. That's <laughs> definitely this week. No, that's what he, he said. It. He was like, I'm just going, you know, trying to get my ring. And just <laughs> but they're, trying, they're trying to get him to, like, instigate. He was like, nah, I'm just going to play. My ring and go home. He's so casual and everything. They need, they need, to, put, um, they need to put something up for him, though. Like, the, um, like what they did for um, Dirk. Like, what you call it? Uh, a statue? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. For a statue, they're different, bro. <laughs> nah, if they like, um, any statue, they different for that. Like a tribute on the jumbo. Oh, ground. like a tribute video? I'm going to lie. If they it, boo it him, they wrong. They can't boo him. Like, this man bought them a chip. They would never get a chip. I won't say him. that because this is the same people who cheer when KD tours the Keeleys, bro. So I don't nah, know. They, they <laughs> <was> <laughs> well. Of course, yeah, Rico going laugh at that. Hey, Rico in the background. He'll be here laughing, bro. Like, that's the same team who booed someone who injured. Like, come on, bro. So, I mean, not boo, but like, like, they like, cheer when the man was cheering. Like, that right there scared me, bro. I'm like, damn. That's messed up. People are evil, bro. They cheer right. for you when you're down, man. This supposed to be the best player on, on, in the world right now. But what'd you call it? Back to the Clippers and the Bucks. Like, 
the Bucks were supposed to take a step back this year because, mind you, they lost Brogdon, and Brogdon was like the best defender on like wing guys, and then he was like he was like a third, like he was like a a secondary playmaker, and then he would also hit like big shots for them, but like Brogdon, they don't miss he, him at all. He injured right now. Dude. You know what it is though? I think the reason for the Bucks' success is literally team team chemistry, bro. Yeah, it is. Been together for a while. When you look at that roster, you're like, who, who is this, bro? Like they got Wesley Matthews, Robin Lopez. Like, Lopez. You're like, how are you winning so much games? They got, they got guys they got the like Vincenzo. Like the Lopez brothers alone just show the chemistry that like, they have on that team, bro. Like, they want to mm-hmm. got his brothers to play with him, bro. That's how much you know, George, you know they, play, they care about chemistry, bro. They got George Hill who was frying Kyrie last playoff. They got um what you call it. You feel me? Oh, and their yeah. bench is strong and I don't feel like the league talked about their bench a lot. Everyone's so focused on Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell being the best bench players in the NBA. But the Bucks bench is something else too, bro. The Bucks bench is deep because they could dead go thirteen deep, but they don't. They don't want to because like they don't need to exhaust everybody. They only play and like what was this? What the Bucks run is reminding me of. I don't know if y'all remember the fifteen sixteen Warriors were getting off to that hot winning streak to begin the season last year. Not last year, but that year that they were um like seventy three and nine. Remember that win streak they were going mm-hmm. on, and they were like crushing teams by like thirty, forty. Yeah, like the Bucks are doing that right now, and they like they showing that like they mean business. Like they come in for that East title, they come in for the NBA title. I respect. They trying to go to the finals this year. That's what they're trying to do. They trying to beat that. I got to see that Bucks for seventy sixes again for a fact. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna. be. Yeah, interesting matchup. That's gonna be a movie. That's supposed to be the final setup right there for me. So I they can't beat the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. Now we gotta see. Yeah, okay, hey, the way the Bucks are coming out right game now, for a minute. Which, which game? The Raptors and the Seventy Sixes. The one that just happened. The one that happened just yes. The one that happened just today, or the one that happened? Oh, they played like, again today. Scoreless. Yeah, they played again today, and they they played. Um, you talking about the one where they went when Embiid went scoreless? Oh, I didn't know they played again today. Let me see something before I say too much. I don't. I don't want to. Seventy seventy six is um, one today. One today. They won today. I was talking about the. I was talking about the Bucks. I mean, well, both of them teams can't beat the Raptors. We being honest, but I was talking mm. about the Bucks. Mm, I don't know. The, with Ka- with Ka- Raptors, I think the oh, one reason why they beat the Bucks this series was because of Kawhi. Who? The Raptors? The Raptors are beatable this season. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Beatable, you know? feel me? Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. The Bucks, they have like they have a path to go to the the championship this they year. Have, they had a lockdown last year. This year they nah, they still, nah, nah. They got they still got lockdowns. Don't get them wrong, bro. Like no, OG and what you call OG and Pascal. Pascal's a good they, they, lockdown, they, bro. They lockdowns, but they not like Kawhi lockdown. But I see, I see, I see what you're saying. I mean, they play defense. I'm not, I'm not, you know what's funny? They don't have too much. They don't because the Raptors play a lot of zone, and I don't really respect that. Nah, nah, they're they, not the only team though. They played. It it works. It works. And what you call it? They also did um what you call it, the boxing one on uh, Curry in the finals. I didn't like that. Nah, no. they, they did they did a boxing one on Harden the other, they, other day too. Nah, that was a, that was more like a one three one to me. Yeah, it was a little bit of a one three one. Well, it started off. It looked like a um. Oh yeah, but it was a pressing full court. They just left Westbrook wide open, and he he went over six that game. That's so, why. Like, that's why I can't. Game that way. <laughs> I wait. I can't bro, wait till the playoffs, bro. Westbrook six, bro. Like 
I'm saying Westbrook. Y'all don't understand though. As an NBA player, before games, you sitting there taking shots all day. Feel me? And it's not like you know whack NBA player. He's supposed to be a star, but to go zero from six wide open, I don't know. And they have Ben McLemore show you up, bro. Uh, Ben McLemore, he definitely came back to the eight, and he's on timing, and I I like that. If he was definitely out the eight for like a year or two, unless I'm bugging. Yeah, and he was like a top. He was a lottery pick. Yeah, he was a lottery pick, mind you. So when I see him up the A, I was surprised myself because I'm like, damn. But he had he he had way too high expectations coming out of college. Like they called him the next Ray Allen. Like, can we please relax? I think they let him go because his defense is bad. Then the Rockets pick him up, and he's over here dropping 27 and 28 points. Feel me? So I respect. All you need to do in the Rocket system is stand in the corner, wait for Harden to pass you the ball and shoot three. That's it. All you really gotta do is shoot the ball. Respect the defense thing, but um, speaking on the um, speaking on the Raptors and 76ers, um, seeing them lose to them, like, like Max said in his um take, was surprising because Joe Roach scored zip and he still lost by like two, bro. Yeah, but it just shows you the impact of the Raptors defense. That Sixers team is mad deep. At least they they start in lineup. It's deep. deep, and they might they might they might make a move for what you call it, um Jordan Clarkson. I think. Who? Jordan Clarkson, the Sixers. Oh, they I, might go. Oh, they yeah, might you know. they might make a trade for Jordan Clarkson. I mean, he don't play no defense, but he could definitely help with some offense off that. That's defense. just that's just a bucket getter right there. For, yeah, if they get rid of Clark, they just need Clark someone was, to get a bucket. Now they rookie. The rookie uh, picked Clark up is nice. A, he's a sniper. The rookie they picked up is nice. That's a funny part. They, they, they always did good at picking up um rookies off the draft. Yeah, Thibo, bro. Thibo, he's good on that defense. I'm not gonna lie. Yo, he be locking in up. college, he was clamping. Like he was defensive player of the year in college. Yeah, but he's he scored his career high today. That's the funny part. He, he had did? a game today. Yeah, he had 20 points today. Because Embiid oh. was selling again today. He can't it don't seem like he could score on them. Let me see how much Embiid had. Today Embiid so I think he had deep. like 10. He had 10 I'm points over sure. 7 shots, bro. Yeah. He, he played 30 Ten minutes points. and took 7 shots. I don't know. He looking scary for sure. That's not good. I want to oh, see the, that oh, team against the Bucks. Oh, guess who's back? Kyle Lowry's back. Yeah, he's been he's back for like a week games. or so. How much did he say he playing? Uh, he played like Kyle Lowry in the, in the regular season. We're not going to go to playoff Lowry. Oh, my gosh. Playoff <laughs> Lowry is something else. Now, he showed up in the finals though last year. I'll give him that. He could have ended the game, and he could have ended that thing in five. Word, but we don't, we not go speak on that case. All right. All right, so is that it for game of the week for everyone? Everyone, Rico, you, you did you want to talk about more of the Clippers versus Bucks game, or yeah, I kind of the Clippers versus the Bucks. Yeah, the Clippers. Are, all right. Uh, uh, so let's get into our main stories. I had the first one as Lucas triple doubles versus Westbrook triple doubles. I saw this as a big a debate on social media. I know it's not a conversation, but we got we got to talk about it a little bit. I, I I found some articles that like dove deep into the analytics, and they were showing how um, Lucas triple doubles are more valuable for the Mavericks than what you call it, um, than and um. Westbrook's triple doubles are for whichever team he's playing for. So how y'all feel about that? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty easy for me to like see the see the difference between somebody forcing a triple double. That yeah, and somebody. Uh, that's not my main point right there. Double. One thing I could say, and like just thinking about it as he was bringing it up, 
that may be the reason why Porzingis is kind of playing bad, though, because like, you seen when Westbrook was taking Adams' layups, he wasn't playing to his best of his ability. He was falling off. Now that mm-hmm. Porzingis' boards is getting taken, that can be a reason reason why like he's um not playing why he is. But that's just like I don't know. That's more of like an excuse than a nope. reason. Okay. I feel like if you um, get the board, you're going to go get it. I, I can't see my PG telling me, yo, I'm going for triple doubles. Don't get the board, but I'm taking that shit anyway. Excuse my language. But. <laughs> um, How I see it, right? So, you know, I'm an OKC fan. Oh, boy. All right, bro. Please relax. Cause, relax, because Father, I played school 20 the other day. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, yo. Here we go. Yo, do, yo, yo. I'm a, I got a call last week. I got a call last week, and they told me, stop letting them disrespect Don Wall on our podcast. I'm, I'm telling him I'm not having it no more. I'm speaking about another time, for me. Yo, John Wall look like he been eating yo, way yo, too yo, much yo, corn. Yo, can we not? Can we not? Because I already know how you're going to get, bro. I don't want to hear it right now. But like I was saying, right? Like I was saying, before y'all disrespect John Wall for like the fifth podcast in a row, right? All right yo, make, <laughs> yo, yo, make your point, bro. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be upset. Like, I'm, let me remember my point again. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yes, being an Oklahoma City fan, right? Mm-hmm. Watching Russell Westbrook play and et cetera, right? Um, and these four triple doubles. The difference between him and Luca is that Luca is doing this and winning all these games, right? Now, there is videos of literally Steven Adams letting Westbrook get a rebound. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it, right? This man, Steven Adams, is possibly probably the biggest player in the A right now, minus the takeaway Boban. Steven Adams is a seven-foot monster, bro. I know he punched any of us right now. We're not waking up the next week. Let's talk about it. Who can he not box out and get a rebound? In the A right now, not a soul, bro. I, I think he's. I think. I think his rebounding numbers are up this year too. I mean, they should be. He's not playing to his potential that like I thought he should be. Picked it up mid season when they actually need him a lot. But to see Westbrook average ten rebounds while Stephen Adams sustain average eight, something not right. Something not right. Now right. I, I know sometimes you see Patrick Beverly go out there and get sixteen rebounds, but Westbrook is out here getting twenty rebounds, bro. What point guard you know in the A get him twenty rebounds? A team that's letting that like him get him. He, the fact that it yeah. happened one time is crazy because this man is six four grabbing twenty rebounds. That's, I mean, he that's... has he has bounce, but he they let him get the boys like teams take a lot of free throws per game. If they let mm-hmm. him get any every free throw that misses, it's, it's gonna. But bro, he's at the free throw line. He, I mean, he's supposed to be at the free throw line. I don't know. I just watch his highlights. I believe he was. Um, he supposed to be at the keep on line. I mean, at the free throw line, the keep on line. He goes. He goes where the he goes where the for, where the forwards are when you know when the forwards line up. That's where he goes. But before um Rico adds his um piece, I just want to say um Oklahoma City and Rockets um team records um when Westbrook gets a triple double um this is an article from just a couple weeks ago. Their record um, when Westbrook gets a triple double is 113 and 28. When Harden gets one, his team's at 35 and seven. When the map, but the Mavericks are seven and eight when Doncic records one. But uh, the efficiency—that's a bad team. It is a bad team, but on top of that, like when you when I'm have I'm have a piece coming about this on my blog in a couple weeks when I get off finals and stuff. 
Waiting that breaks that. us down a little bit more. Huh? What happened? I started waiting for that. Continue, continue. Yeah, what you call it? Um, yeah, when I when I write this piece, I'm gonna have more breakdown of like all the numbers of like how many turnovers are committed when those players get the triple double versus like like how many um like what's the the efficiency behind like when they shoot and stuff like that. I'm gonna have a whole breakdown on that because I found some stats that will help me figure that out. But um yeah, Rico, you have anything to say about the Westbrook versus um Luca triple double fiasco? Yeah. I really just want to say that yeah, it definitely looks better or a little less forced with Doncic getting these triple doubles. And uh I really wanted to cause I remember I heard Dev really saying that how Porzingis is kinda of taking a backseat because of Doncic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like nah, it's not really Porzingis taking a backseat. I think Porzingis just really sucks now. I think because <laughs> it could be like, it could be like, I think yeah. I think he does suck. Yeah, because I feel like Porzingis, he's out around the three point line, just taking trying to take jump shots while Doncic Doncic is just out there trying to win the basketball game. You know, just doing it all. But and the thing about Porzingis, like he stinks in the post, and he's supposed to be a post presence. Like I think he should. I thought I saw something on Twitter the other day. You know, on Nick's Twitter, they just love when Porzingis is struggling because they just it makes the trade feel so much better for a lot of us Knicks fans when we see that Porzingis is struggling. But um, I saw a number. I think, I think he's shooting like thirty percent on like post ups. Like that's horrible. Like yes, you're seven three and you're struggling on post ups against like and that's six, the, that's five the problem, bro. That's what's the to the NBA. That's the main problem. There ain't no way you 7-3 doing that, bro. <laughs> you give me 7-3? Oh, my God. Yo, give me 7-3, God. God, give me 7-3. You know what I'm going to do? Ain't no way nah, you 7-3 like, and you not. Come on, bro. He's posting on, up, bro. Like, he's posting up guys like Marcus Smart. I know Marcus Smart is really good on defense, but he's like 6-4. Like, you got to be able to, like, hit those those tough baskets over him, like. You're seven foot three. You're a whole foot taller than him. You're supposed to bro, hit those baskets. The rim is ten feet, bro. His arms extended is a dunk. What do you mean you're struggling in the post, bro? <laughs> yeah, he he's always struggling in the post. And I saw this as a Knicks fan concerned about this because I was like, what is the future gonna look like when like they double him first of all, and then when they like when they put those small guards on him, he's gonna struggle. And then I was like, the Knicks don't have anyone else on the team. Like at the time, it was just like Tim Hardaway was the second leading scorer, and are we gonna really rely on Tim Hardaway as our second best guy when Porzingis is out here getting? Sh- he's struggling against like Drew. Um, not, he's struggling against like guys that are like a whole foot shorter than him. Hmm. I mean. It's scary to me when it's it's scary to me like how I believe Marcus Smart could probably leave Porzingis on on zip this year. I think he I think he basically did when they played the Celtics. Like he was like 0 for eleven, and then Marcus Smart was guarding him for a lot of that game. That's scary. But um, yeah, I know. But on to our next um story. What are your biggest surprises and disappointments of the season? I'll I'll start off first. My, some of my biggest surprises are that the Hornets aren't actually not that bad of a basketball team and um, um, another surprise of mine is um, the Lakers actually getting off to this heart this um, 21 and 3 record I didn't I didn't see that coming I knew they were going to be good and I knew they would be competing with the Clippers I just 
thought it would take more time because even though they had like some pieces coming back from last year, they still had a lot of new pieces coming in. And yeah. Um, another surprise is Miami. I didn't expect Miami to be this good with Jimmy Butler being the only star, but they have a really, really good supporting cast. A really actually fun team. I actually caught them today on, um, Mm-hmm. On street, I like watching. They're playing against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like Tyler Hero was going off for like what you call it. He went off for like twenty eight points today, and he was just cooking. Yeah, he, is he like, like eleven in the fourth? Yeah, he was wild today. He was cooking. And um, one of my big disappointments is probably um, Utah. I thought they would be better than what they are. They're only thirteen and ten, and Mike Conley is struggling a lot. And it's really like. And their defense is not as strong as it looked the last couple years. Like, I know they were, like, top five in defense, like, the last couple years. But this year, they just look like a regular team. So, okay. I could go? Mm Mm-hmm. So, if we're going to speak on surprises. Okay, Mm -hmm. before I start, one thing I'm not surprised about. I'm sorry, Samuel and Vance is the Knicks. I'm not surprised about them, right? (laughs) I'm never surprised about the Knicks. I'm never, right? All right. I don't think anyone's ever surprised about the Knicks. <laughs> well, one thing I am surprised about is um definitely the Heat because mm-hmm. the Heat really came and took two rookies and say, "I, right, we're gonna give y'all the ball and give y'all a twenty percent usage rate and be good in the East." Yep, that's a surprise because before this season, I didn't know who Kendrick Nunn was. I didn't know who Tyler Hero was because I ain't watched college football like that last year. Not a Zion. I'm sorry to say that. But seeing that is a big <laughs> surprise to me, right? Um, another surprise to me, um, I would have to say, is seeing a Maverick so high in the standings. Because if anybody asked me, I would have said, okay, the Mavericks might be 18 next year. Like That's last a, year, I would say the Mavericks said. could make the playoffs. Could, could. But they definitely were not high in my list. Third, mm-hmm. right? Um, what I'm not surprised about, the sun's dropping. I'm okay. not surprised about that. I, I didn't expect them to I expected them to maybe get AC and they're around that. My Oklahoma City has AC right now, and I'm pretty happy because everyone's saying we're not going to the playoffs. And I hope we do. So I could throw that in everybody's face. But um yeah. Um I'm I'm also oh yeah, let me throw this in here. I'm also surprised Chris Paul has not got injured this season. I'm proud of him. You're about, to jinx it. You're about to jinx it. You know this podcast is a jinx, bro. Everything and we say. We you say it. And I told y'all. What did I just tell y'all last yo? I told not y'all two weeks ago. Not, not John Morant out with back spasms thanks to us. I we told y'all. John Morant did not have this lockdown, bro. And Dev, look what happened. Bro, I said the same thing. <laughs> I know. That's why I said Dev, bro. Here was Frankie. Oh, yeah. John Morant definitely got a lockdown. Wow, oh, bro, the injury was on his way, bro. He, he do too much to not get injured like that. Come on, like, and I told you this rookie race is not over. Cannot Eric Pascal is number one. He's really, he's really come back. We already really, know who's gonna be number one. I ain't go say he's too really much reckless about with his body. He's really reckless with his body, John. Bro, I thought seen that one video the way he landed. I'm like, oh yeah, when his, he's a rookie with no knee, when his knee went back, right? When his knee, when no, his knee you know bent, like, nobody on his team that bounced like him. That's the thing. Ain't no one in team that bounce like that. Oh, <laughs> so, I ain't surprised. But I told y'all, John Morant does not have that lockdown. And we need a little addiction part, like, section to this. Because at this point, come on, bro. How we say right, Melo come back, Melo right, come so back, John just, Morant, you just, just, get injured. 
So you just said yeah, Chris Paul hasn't got hurt yet. So now Chris Paul is definitely gonna get hurt this next coming week. Now. Chris Paul's on um injury watch after today. Yeah, <laughs> injury watch. I'm sorry, Chris Paul, to do that to you, bro. But I just know your body, bro. I just know your body. <laughs> Hopefully, you listening somewhere somehow. Like, I know. I just know your body. Yo, shout out to Ryan Hunt. Right Hunt's watching my Instagram stories, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Ryan Hunt. Yo, Ryan, Yo, Ryan Hunt, get us on ESPN. Yeah, we see, we see you, bro. We, we appreciate you. Yo, Ryan, get us on ESPN if you are if you listening. Anyways, um, any you got any disappointments or any more disappointments? Um, nah, let somebody else go. Rico, you got Rico, you got any disappointments this year? Oh uh, yeah. I definitely have some disappointments. Um, <laughs> what's your vibe, bro? Like, what's up with you? Uh, I feel like Taylor Jones is really an excuse of a playing guard. Bro, I don't even know how you disappointed, bro. That was expected. That was expected. I mean, I feel like that was expected. But boy, boy, have one, one good player. Playoff series. Playoff series. Bro. Against Eric Bledsoe, who always folds. How? <laughs> but yeah, Rico, what are you saying? <laughs> but nah, yeah, I definitely feel like uh, Teddy Rozier, man, he has to definitely step it up because I feel like <laughs> right now the, the Hornets are doing okay because Devontae Graham and the rest of the team. Yeah, Devontae Graham is carrying them right now. He's the new yeah. Kemba. Facts, yeah. He's just... honest, MJ needs to do something. He ends up like James Dolan. <laughs> Yo, MJ really sucks as an executive. My God, gave Terry was there all that bread just for Devontae Graham to be on one million, doing better than him. Not even the same. They, did they sign him to extension? Yeah, that's funny. If, I was, if I'm him, I'm not signing that extension. I, now, like I think since him. he was, I think Devontae Graham was like drafted, so they might have what you call it. Um, well, he got drafted. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's on like his rookie contract still. So, but he. Was the second round pick, so you know that's like, that that contract is really cheap. Isn't it like one year? Nah, I think when your second round pick is, it's like up to like three, and then you have like that fourth year option, or it might be two yeah. years and then don't, the third nah, year option. Yeah. The um first, don't a lot of picks get like two. I mean, I learned that from like nah first year, first year, first round um first round picks usually get like three or four years. Mm. Yeah. Any any more disappointments, Rico or? Um, yeah, I would probably have to say the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. at first they started off kind of hot, you know, with Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram actually started proving me wrong at the beginning of the season. I thought he was, I thought he was a hooper. As he but, should. But right now, you know, he's slowed down, like, you know, to But, and right now, you know, They've been finding injuries also with Lonzo Ball still being that with Lonzo Ball getting injured oh every God. other day. Lonzo Ball, I saw a tweet like the other day. Scrub, Yo, they said Lonzo Ball looked like Earl Watson with a glorified dad. <laughs> he that dude, like he was like one for nine the other day, 0 for seven from three. Like, my God. Like, I mean, his, Lakers is probably his like dad this whole season, and he's still playing bad. <laughs> like, I, I, I think that you got it made up and say, I'm Alonzo Ball. I'm the second pick in the draft, bro. Like, I'm going to get a ball. And I suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's really my boy, son. Nah, I hope he, I hope he turns I it around. I like to see Lonzo do 
He just always just looks like he never looks like happy. He just looks like sad or like he has a monotone face. I don't know what it is with him. You mad nonchalant. Yeah, that's what he is. But like, you got to be nice to be nonchalant. You can't be whack and nonchalant. Or, I, I be whacking on I ain't going. There's a lot of, a lot of that. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no. But um, any more Lonzo, disappointment? Is, I, I, I don't think Lonzo should be counted as a disappointment until we see some more games out of him, though. Yeah, he been injured like a lot as usual. I think no, I think you can list him as a disappointment. I, I, I don't injured. count. I don't really count his games when he come back from injuries right away. But. But he's oh he's always injured. So like, when is he not like coming back from an injury? Like, what game is not a game where he's coming back from an injury? Okay, so that's a good point. I don't know when Lonzo isn't coming from injury, but um, <laughs> I do know the healthy Lonzo was decent. His new Lonzo, I don't know. What's going he was decent. On. Yeah, he was decent. Yeah, he yeah he, he, uh, he having his games for me, but. He's just not consistent like they need him to be. I like he's he's getting his confidence back, which is nice yeah, to he's see. Shoot, he's shooting the ball confidence, but um I feel like he I just need the ball to much. go in the damn room. That's, That's what I need. Man. I need that he, ball he's to go in the room. Getting, baby. That's a grown man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you you number? Yeah. Uh, showtime. Um <laughs> My big, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come out the gate. My biggest disappointment this season so far is Jokic. Yeah. Yes. Jokic. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I had that in my head. I had that in my head. Continue. He was. A... He had a. He had a good game. I think the last game he had like thirty and something. Mm-hmm. But oh, damn uh, nah, that's that's just one game. Like how you go from MVP candidate um, con- candidate to. Just, just whatever you are now, bro. Like, he's like a role player, bro. Good he thing Denver got a solid team. Out of shape, my god. Like, yeah, like he I heard, like on ESPN, so he was fat. Like, that is the big man that guards wish they got on the pick and roll every time they ran it. Because that's they get a the bucket anytime you run a pick and roll with him. They call. Oh, I, I was watching what you call it, Jalen and Jacoby. They called him. Um, Jacoby called him a, a stretch mark five. Like, he is so a stretch mark. Mark five, like he is so fat, like it's ridiculous. But he's yeah, always out of breath him, when he's running up the court. Between him and like Mike Conley, oh, definitely yeah. my my biggest disappointment. I know Mike Conley, like he day to day or whatever. I don't, I really don't know what's the problem with Mike Conley because Mike Conley. A lot of people saying it might just be age. That's what I was about Achilles to say. Injury. It might just be age. Yeah, and you he know he had an Achilles injury a couple years ago. I gotta remember. He, um, the Jazz play at a, you could say, a quicker pace than the Grizzlies That's at the same fight. time. A little and bit. And Mike yeah. is still aging, and he's coming from the he's coming from the Grizzlies that's used to, like, a, I don't know. When I watch them play, I don't think of them as a fast-break team. They, 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 they were, they were a there. slow team. They were they were called the grit and grind team. Bro. So yeah, bro, grit and grind. So he, down. And he's been that grit and grind team for years, for me. He's not used to that fast tempo until, like, you gotta play like I mean that's why OKC used to beat them so much back in the day. OKC is mm-hmm. a fast tempo team. I mean, and it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. But anyway, he's not used to these fast teams. <laughs> so seeing him on that new with Donovan who could run, Goldberg could get around for a center. So I mean, that's why he gets defensive player of the year. He could guard guards and etc. And I mean, the rest of that team, Amudier is running. 
Dante's running. Everybody's running on that team. So I think that new pace is still setting in for him. And I don't know. He's not making his shots right now. That's also one thing. Yeah, he's not also coming along with age. And, even though LeBron, and around the rim, around the rim, he's shooting bad too. Around the rim, his his percentages are down from when he was in Memphis. So it could yeah. be just age. So I don't know. And remember, he had an Achilles injury a couple years ago. I'll so, say that. So who knows if that's who knows if that's catching up to him too. That could also be it because when you age with injuries, that that slows you down. Any any injury after you turn thirty to me, yeah, that's not- gonna slow your game down. Unless you're like LeBron or. Okay, I mean, hopefully KD comes back off that injury like a monster. Like I expected. I'm praying because I need a parade. <laughs> we, we need that. We need that KD. We need healthy KD. New York. Right, so, yeah, um, biggest surprise, it mm-hmm. would probably be the Mavs. Yeah. So far, at least. Like, I, I knew Luca and Trey was going to, you know, take the next step until they start them. But they, they're looking like they're elite elite right now. Yeah. I think Trey is averaging like 29 a game. Like eight and a half. Or oh yeah, another disappointment. Uh, I want to add real quick before you finish is Cam Reddish. He's a yeah, rookie. Do we really count that? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. that boy got a lot of upside. That's a, that's the thing though because he has a time to show some right now with these injuries on his team, and I feel like he's not the Hawks. Be. The Hawks no, as just, a whole are a whole like disappointment. His, um, his career high. I understand that, but <laughs> besides that career high, today he came out and dropped five points. Chill, chill, chill. The Hawks as a whole have been disappointed to me. Yeah, I think that's part of that's um that has to do with um John John Collins not being there. I think that's why the Hawks stink so much. I need something, bro. I need something. Yeah, I I'll give I'll give I'll give him to the end of the year to figure it because Trace said when he got to like the second half of the season, that's when he started to figure out the NBA place. But, I mean, that, listen to me. It's just that. Well, how I see it, though, I don't care what draft pick you are, bro. If you playing 29 minutes as a starter, ain't no way you yeah, he gets He gets shots, a lot of bro. minutes. Yeah, he gets a lot of minutes, though. I'll give, I'll he give gets him too much minutes to sit here and give us five points, three points, and take six shots. That boy training. Like, every starter should have at least 10 shots, bro. That, at least. That, that boy training some help. Trey do need some help, bro. He definitely need that help. So let's get into the. Um, I want to talk about the midseason tournament for a little bit. Cool. Uh, uh, so we have this midseason tournament, and I think the reason oh. for this midseason tournament, I have some notes here. Um, the ratings are down. There's no drama this year. Remember last year there was all this drama. There was like trade rumors every week. There was teams infighting with each other. Um, a lot of teams are doing way better than this than they did last year so that's another reason why there's no drama and there's been like no trade demands because no one can get traded till december 15th mm. um, well, I, you, Christmas, I, you heard about the spurs what, thing which spurs thing about demar yeah, demar and Dejante. they still on the team though that's been like two weeks since that thing happened all right but you can continue i want to see, see demar on a more of a, a better team i heard he might get traded to the magic though yeah that's not gonna work out in his favor but anyways Anyways, um, right now there's a lot of interest in football. Football season's taking over right now, so mm-hmm. I think the NBA would want this midseason tournament to take away some of those football fans to pay attention to them. Also, we all know that Christmas is when everybody really starts paying attention to the NBA. When those five Christmas Day games come on, that's when everybody's like really paying attention to the NBA. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the tournament they said would be single elimination, like March Madness tournaments are, are and it would keep fan bases of lesser teams uh, focused on their team, but they want to incentivize the. Who was I talking to about this? I think it was Dev. I was talking to you about mm-hmm. this the other day. They want to incentivize. They want to incentivize the um. The players, but give they want to include a draft pick as the prize. But most players don't care about draft picks because that's someone taking their roster spot, and that's someone taking their roster spot. They were thinking about. Um, I heard I was listening to Bill Simmons on podcast the other day. He was saying have the wins weighted more for tournament games, like the midseason tournaments. Like have the, like if you win, like the first round matchup, it's like two. It's like two wins added to your record. And then if you win like the next round, it's an it's like three wins. And then if you win like the whole yeah, thing, it's nice. like I mean, five, they also five, gotta find some, they gotta find a reason for players not to want to sit out there. Cause I can see Kawhi Leonard sitting out the entire thing, <laughs> just just to not get injured. <laughs> That's a fact. But if you have the wins weighted, then, then it would have work. implications for the playoffs. Because say he he rests for some of those games, and another team in the West wins those games, they could end up having a bigger, a better record, and that could decide, like, home court in a certain round. I feel like it's more strategic, too. Like, certain teams don't care about home court events. Like, the nice teams, so I don't feel like they'll be in that. Like, let's say, like, True. the Lakers. The Lakers don't need home court advantage to win games. They only lost three this season. So it's they like, yo, why are we even taking this serious? If anything, they want to be, like, a low seed so they play all the low people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, like, the Lakers end up eighth seed purposely. They play <laughs> the first seed. First seed gonna be out of there, or it's gonna be a comp game with the first seed, and after that, it's really just gonna be easy. True, Rico. How you feel about the midseason tournament? Um, I don't know really. I feel like if they're, if they're gonna have it, I feel like they also gotta like really shorten the season. They can't just make it what, seven yeah. two games. I think they that's what they're gonna say. Yeah, they definitely gotta make it like I don't know, make it the season at least shorter so that it makes sense to even have us. Like a midseason tournament, so I feel like I feel like just like making the making the season probably like I don't know four games or three games shorter, and then just adding this extra. <laughs> it's like it don't do nothing. Yeah, they don't do anything, especially if there isn't like a really high incentive, like I don't know, like a draft pick or like like well, the thing, or something. Well, the thing, yeah, the thing with the draft pick is that um players wouldn't care about the draft pick because that's someone taking their roster spot basically. Like that's a roster spot being eliminated from you. Yeah. And yeah. then what you call it? Um, I was in when I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast. He was talking about how um, he was talking about how the um, there would be two different there would be two different tournaments. There would be one for like the top teams mm-hmm. to play in, and then there would be one for like the lesser teams to play in. And the lesser teams would go to like Vegas, and then the top teams would go to New York, and then they would have their tournaments there, and then. They would have the wins weighted, so to say. But they, they, he was saying, he was saying still have the draft pick, I think. But then if you add a draft pick, I think wouldn't you have to increase um the size of each round? Maybe I think they just need to need a three v three tournament, and the, the team just throw out the three best players for the three players that they want to play. I, I think I, think I heard about that for like a, a proposal for like an all star weekend event. You heard about that? I just made that up. I think so. Time. I think I've I heard that before. I was like. To make All Star Weekend to make All Star Weekend more interesting because a lot of people are saying like the All Star Game having it having the players play for like the bonuses or whatever it's not really working. 
Yeah, I would like a little 3v3 tournament. That would be nice. Well, I'm not for that 3v3 thing, but um, otherwise, I'm not a fan of this little... Mid-season? Yeah, we're we're going to give you four last games for the season because what is that going to do? Now, that, it's four. I think it'll be like 10. It'll be 10... It'll be ten less games, and I think the tournament would be in 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 those ten would be in those seventy two games. I think it would be. I don't know the whole logistics of it haven't been figured out because it's not even supposed to be implemented for like another year or two. So they have time to figure it out, but they're trying to get the players' association on board with it because it's hard to get them involved because it's trying to figure out how to incentivize them, like like I was saying before. Mm. I mean, I just want to see them with the G League do it first for me. Once the G League get that done, etc. Cetera, et cetera. True, yeah, that's what that's what they did with the the coaches challenge. They they did it in the G League first, and now they're starting it here. So that's so where they usually try all the new. If it works, works fine there, then I'm okay with it. But otherwise, I I don't want to see it on a random season pop up next season. I don't know. I'm, I ain't that ain't it. That's and not I the think, way to go. I think I think our last story. Possibly, the Knicks fired David Fisdale. I think we all saw this coming. I think I went on a little rant the last time we talked about the Knicks. I don't want to do that again because that is so annoying to talk about the Knicks. But um, Knicks fired David Fisdale. They were like four and eighteen. They're four and nineteen now. They right. lost by what would you call it? It was um, they lost by forty four to the Bucks. Then they proceeded to lose by 37 to the Denver Nuggets a couple days later. And uh, I don't know. I didn't really like Fizdale as the coach. He didn't really run anything with a semblance of an offense. Like, he would literally have Julius Randle and Marcus Morris bringing the ball up the court. We fully have R.J. Barrett and another point guard. Um, First of all, um, you said talking about it? All right, so I'm happy for Fisdale. He's out. He's outside of that toxic organization because that organization is very toxic. He, he he's not innocent though. He's definitely not innocent. Of course. And of again, course. All and right. again, let's all sit right. here, right? Let's sit here. Because all the other coaches, <laughs> I've seen a lot of points, right? And you know what I'm about to say. Yeah, I know. Right. sound like what five? Bro, power forwards. I know. What is he supposed to do? I who no one said he had to play all of them, especially when Julius Randle and Bobby. Portis but when those are your like most talented for players on your team, bro, that's a problem, bro. Like, I, as, come on. as a coach, I, as a coach, you, you have to hold you have to hold accountability for when your best players, your highest, not your best, but your highest paid players, stink. You gotta take up. You have to put accountability on them, and you gotta bench them. He would never bench Julius Randle. Julius Randle would dribble into four people, lose the ball. And not run back on defense, and Julius Randle will continue to play the game. He wouldn't get benched. Bro, but let's talk about it, bro. I find that I find that as a problem. As a coach, you're supposed to hold those people accountable, and you're like Julius Randle. You know what? You just messed up. Let's go to the bench. Well, okay, but let's also talk bit. about it. though. Then you come back in. So he would never do that. though. He do that, right? If he does that, right? Who who don't put in now? You put in Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, or put it, or put in one of the young guys. The team is young. He's not playing. He's barely playing. So he could go lose by thirty. So he can. And so you could lose about 50 instead of 35? I mean, if you're losing, you might as well put in your... Because what you call it? Alonzo Trier, he averaged, what was it? Like 14 a game last year? He played six minutes in a 40-point blowout. Six minutes, bro? Come on. 
you gotta you gotta play your young guys more if you're gonna take a if you're gonna be in a blowout you gotta play them more. That, them that's that's true. Get that get those reps. Get they those definitely. Reps, get I heard I heard Kevin Knox got got benched a little bit. He got I benched, heard. and then what you call it when Marcus Morris was injured the next game, he let him play for thirty minutes. Like how are you gonna give a player inconsistent minutes? How you expect them to to grow and develop like that? Yeah, that's weird. Cause I feel as if if that's the case, just let RJ play all day and let all of them young boys play. Exactly. If and get chemistry together and lose, then trade them out forwards next season. Get rid oh, of all of them. They def they they definitely trading them this year. I already heard they they getting busy in the trade market this this um this come these coming weeks. I gotta see who I, I gotta see who who they're gonna send to that to that organization. I know they ain't gonna be happy. I wouldn't be. I want to see who they're gonna send out. Cause we could get a lot of value for someone like Marcus Morris. He's putting up like twenty a game. He could give the Knicks a calm young player and a draft pick for a contender. Um, otherwise, like yeah, they gotta they gotta pick it up. That organization gotta pick it up. Who would y'all like to see hired as the next coach? I know there's been a lot of names. For I want Mark players. Jackson or Jason Kidd. Oh, don't say Mark Jackson. Personally. I just want Mark Jackson to get to get another chance at a coaching job. Really. Uh, why the Knicks? Can he coach like the Hornets Why or something? Mark Jackson, bro. What's up with you? Bro, Mark Jackson called Steph Curry and Klay Thompson the best shooting backcourt and proceeded to feed the ball to David Lee and Harrison Barnes in the post every all, single time. I'm a Golado. Those when I was watching Warriors basketball back then, when that ball went to the post, it was working low key though. It was low key. It was like, working, that but David Lee was a monster, bro. That David Lee was doing but things he, in the post, and those times when they were that, taking too much threes, but, and they should have fed the post. So but then, but then David Lee got hurt, and then you still giving the ball on the post. I mean, if you don't have a good post player, why are we still running post plays? And if he's hurt, why are we still running post plays? I mean, if you're gonna call them the best shooting backcourt ever, you gotta at least let them freelance a little bit to get, to get um to show that. I mean, I, I would have point. to see the stats for that. Like, how much shots are they really taking? Because you can't. I mean, they could be the best shooting backcourt. They were young, and I feel like if you put a lot they of offense, they often like if you put like a um, lot of attention in the post, then it, it opens up more shots for them. And I may do what he was doing. And I saw, I, th- I saw a story the other day on Twitter. They were like, he had Steph Curry hopping on his leg, um, a day after he sprained his ankle. And we know Steph had those bad, severe ankles. I don't know. Um, I've Mark heard a Jackson. lot of I've heard I heard a lot of stories like he clashed with um the front offices a lot in Golden State because he wanted more um control, more um power, more decision making uh, abilities. And they just were like, no. And then he's they got black. um anyway. Because <laughs> there's not enough black coaches in the A you wanna address that, but that's possibly <laughs> could get a reason why. I don't know, but you laughing. Uh, I, that. I'm telling I know, you. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. I'm telling you, bro. It what really you be like it? that. There's only six. There's literally only six black coaches in the A for a reason, bro. So, you know? So but, I get another reason. But I've, I've been seeing names like um, Kenny Smith. I've been seeing names like um, Becky Hammond from the Spurs. He ain't going to lose that TNT, job. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want right. to do a TNT job before to... the Knicks either. I ain't gonna... I'd rather be a podcaster than a coach for that team, right, bro. But honestly, the, when you think about it, the Knicks coaching job is not that bad. 
Because honestly, if you do good, you 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 getting praised as like the Messiah of the Knicks. But if you if you lose a lot, you get fired, and then you get that check, and you get to go chill. I mean, how I mean, how easy is it to win with four power forwards and then a declining point guard and a point guard who only play defense? And then a uh, shooting guard who has to take forty shots to get twenty points, like by running an offense with plays, David Fisdale. Bro, I'm telling you, when I saw them play on what was it the other? It was like Saturday with the new coach. They ran plays that I never seen them run all year with Fisdale, and they were working and they were scoring. They lost the game by one point to a very good Indiana team. Like, I mean, there was a huge difference in the way they looked against Indiana versus how they looked against Denver, against all those other teams that they were losing to. Um, like, that was a game that they actually could have won. It's crazy because like, those players are their defending Fisdale. That's a funny part. It, it is, which is weird because Fisdale probably let them do whatever they wanted to. But um, Otherwise, I, I, I want to see what becomes of them this season. I just hope they don't just win four games for the whole season because I would just... They did. I'll probably... I'll probably just move from New York. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go they, live in Boston or something. They dead just might win two games, two more games. Uh, I just hope they win on these 15 games or have a better record than the Bob- Bobcats did that season because I think the Bobcats got what seven wins that season. Yeah, that's... I think so, but it was a lock. It was a lockout year, so they oh yeah, you right, you right, you right. But seven seven games, bro. Come on. But um. Otherwise, I'm interested in seeing who they're gonna pick up. I hope it's Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson. Oh, a, I wanted to pick up a former player to see how I, things. I kind of do too, but because former players change players. teams, bro, and I seen that. I seen that for a fact. They are, but it's gotta player, be the right one. When's a former player? And I mean, unless it's Popovich, when it's a former player, bro, they have like something that, that clicks for the players. So I want to see if that happens with the Knicks. You played in the NBA, bro, so you know how it is to lose or stuff like that. A lot of these coaches are coming from college and stuff like that, so different. Also, another thing I heard that is um, the front office guys, their jobs are not safe either, too. They got to give it a no the next if they want to do something. I heard they, they, they're trying to go after Masai from the, the Raptors. Mm-hmm. They said they, they might they might like give him like 20 mil a year, Masai. You talk about the African guy who um who from who, the Raptors. Yeah, I know you talk about. I'm exactly. Yeah. He used to be in a, he used to be with the Nuggets back in the day. Yeah, he used to be in the with the Nuggets. Yeah, I know you talk yeah. about. Yeah, he he has a good reputation though. So yeah, that's the case. And they want to pay. Why, him. I, why, I don't think twenty mil. I don't think he's waiting on twenty mil. But bro, yeah, that bro, they, James Do- James Dolan is that desperate at this point. Yeah, he didn't mean anything though. Feel me? So and, if twenty mil. And he and he he would let. He would let Masai do whatever he wants to. That's true. All right, so I think that's it for today's episode. Anyone else? Any, 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 anything else? Anyone got to say or before we end this? Nah, not really. All right. Alright, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. And we'll catch y'all next week.